you're going to be sent to a rural community in Massachusetts in search of the producers of bootleg whiskey, and you're going to try to secure the supply for Declan McBride. He's a gang boss based out of Boston. Uh, so you guys are individuals that he trusts and has called on to uh, go out and put up a business offer to the source for this whiskey and back it up with uh, any strong arm tactics that are necessary. And you're, in general, most of you are the kind of people who can, who can look after yourselves if anything turns nasty. So let me give you some intro on what we're doing. All right, so because of the characters you guys have, you all know each other. Uh, you have an association with uh, this gang boss, uh, Declan. And so you arrive at McBride's warehouse by the docks in Boston late in the evening. There's a slight chill in the air and a few wisps of mist coming off the water. It's a warehouse. The loading bay doors are open and light is spilling out. There's a truck parked inside. It's loaded up with unmarked wooden crates. One of those crates was levered open and you can see inside a number of bottles of an amber-colored liquid. As you get there, you see two guys, obviously some of his henchmen, carrying out a body wrapped in sacks and sticking it in the back of a car. Well, okay. One of the, we do not know these people. Yes, we do. Or we do. We should. You're, you're part of. Yeah, you're loosely associated. Okay. okay. One of the guys uh, in the doorway <clears throat> points you to, to the back of the warehouse where there's an office. So it's a small plain room with a concrete floor and it's got a bare light bulb hanging from the ceiling. There's a wooden desk, but it's been pushed back against one wall and there's a chair in the middle of the room. There's cut lengths of rope lying on the floor and blood splattered on the chair and the floor and there's a ceramic bowl of water that's bloody sitting on the desk. And McBride is uh, sitting on the edge of the desk, rinsing off his hands and bandaging them up. It took a while for him to get talkative, he says, but it was worth the wait. This guy that we just uh, got rid of here, he was one of Wayland's delivery boys. So uh, we convinced him to uh, give up the source of this new whiskey. So we found out that there's a distillery up in the Miskatonic Valley, not far from Dunwich, in a small town called Blackwater Creek. Little tiny town. And I guess these guys, the Carmody brothers, um, on their family farm, they grow this corn and they've been shipping up this uh, moonshine they're making. And Wayland's been sending trucks up there every week. So I want you guys to go up there and convince them that we're taking over. We can't let this guy uh, Waylon keep infringing on our uh, in, into our turf. So we'll give them ten thousand dollars up front, and we'll match whatever Waylon's been paying them from now on. So I mean, this this whiskey is amazing stuff, and we've got to we've got to do our best to get control of the situation here before he starts penetrating too far into our market. Sounds good, we can do that. You got it, boss. Sounds great. So, you know the routine for this. You know, promise them whatever you need, but if you gotta get uh, tough with them, just do whatever's necessary. Convince them to work with us if you can. If not, find out how they're doing this and take it over. This whiskey is amazing stuff. Here, you should try some. And then he goes and he pops it open, takes it out of the drawer, pours some out. To tell you the truth, it tastes a bit funny to me, but it has a hell of a kick. You want some? Yeah. All right. So. I drank some. Lulu drank some. Yep. 
You notice as you as you go to drink it, a slight sickly sweet smell like overripe fruit. Whoa. It's not really overpowering though. And you quickly uh, lose track of it. You don't notice it after the, the sip. Anyone else want some? I'll try some. some. We're all drinking some. All right. Well, it's pretty amazing stuff. Tastes, it's very strong, as he said. It's like nothing you've ever really tasted before. And you can see why it's so popular. It's just shown up on the market here, but it's already taken over. And so my feeling is we've got to figure out what he's doing and how he's brewing it. And we've got to do the same thing and not let him take this market away from us. Sounds good to me. All right, guys. Well, you know the drill, so. Get in the car and drive up there? Yep. All do right. anything you gotta do. Bring anything with you need, and uh, you got my, got the run of the shop, whatever you need. Take care of it. So our and characters have pre-prepared yeah. stuff, so I'm guessing we have our stuff ready to go. Yep, and then he obviously dismisses you at that point. All right. You said you were doing this for your podcast, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you, if you guys don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. I'll have to probably go back in later and edit some of this out with these long, awkward pauses as I'm trying to find stuff. And edit out the questions. Yeah, yeah. No, because editing out the questions, like asking us if we want the the wine or something like that, that's that's good. You can we no, can do. No, not No, just like other just when he was like when he was. So you said that. you were doing this for your podcast, sort of question. Yeah. So as I'm stumbling over my words and stuff, I can try to make it sound better. Are you recording okay. already? I am. I am recording. Oh. I didn't do a very good intro because I wasn't sure how to start it out. That's why we should have had some creepy music going in the background on there or something. You dub that in afterwards and that sounds better in stereo. <laughs> sounds more Chris. It sounds more professional. Whatever. We have hey, to be Chris is like having this little thing out in the background that kind of sounds really bad. I always, actually I think that's usually really distracting when you have, when someone has like background music the whole time and it's louder than it should be. Yeah. You ever, it's really annoying when you're trying to listen to something. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, nobody. Not at all. Not at all. All right. Can I have? Can I have everyone make a con roll? Let's see. Let's go around and tell me uh, pass fail. Fail. Hold it for Jones. Go around. So we got Mickey Stanley. Oh, that's a 93. That's a fail. <laughs> I got a 33, but my 26. So is that lower than your con? That's lower than my con iPads. Or higher than your okay. con. Okay. It's higher than my con. Then you fail. Oh. We all, so we three out of four fail. Okay. And one success. <laughs> all right. Well, you're all feeling really good from this whiskey. It's really good stuff. It's hit you well. It's okay, because I didn't have any. Yeah, I did. I thought he didn't. Yeah, no, I did. Oh, okay. I think everyone had yeah, some, didn't everybody they? Everybody had some. Yep, and you are all feeling really good. So we're making our way up <laughs> in the car up to the place. I'm driving. Yeah, yeah cars are in the suite. Oh, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Okay. Is there anything you guys want to do before you head out? No, I don't think we need to do anything. Just head out. All right. Head out there. 
It is kind of a long way out to Blackwater Creek. It's on a rural road a little to the east of Dunwich. And I'll show you on the map that I have. So the best route still takes you more than a day's travel through the back roads and dirt tracks of the Miskatonic Valley. So remember, given that this is the 1920s, I think this is before the federal highway system went in play, into play. So you've got a lot of really slow roads and they're bumpy and you're driving a car from the 20s. And so I'll show you. With that station crappy automobile and the... Yeah, really thin wheels. Yeah. And so... We're starting out from Boston and heading cross country almost all the way across the state of Massachusetts to Blackwater Creek, which if you look on the detailed map is off to the side, so it's not very helpful in this case, but that's where you guys are headed. Mm -hmm. I know that river, my dad. The Miskatonic? Yep. All right, so I'll fill in some more details on this map as we get further into it, but uh, you'll be coming from that side from Boston coming into town and then Dunwich is off about six miles past town. It's a very tiny little village there and it's right to the south of some woods. So as uh, as you come up, so it's a, the, uh, the village and the, the woods there, the Blackwater Woods are centered in a little valley so there are hills on either side. So as you come over the, the hill um, to within sight of the Miskatonic River. Ah, uh, yes, it's down to the south. So the Miskatonic River is down here. I know that river. I'm gonna My dad on here. Up there, you, up there. you don't say. As a child. You don't say. Where I swam is it? You All right. As you come up over the hills, can I get up? Pow roll from everyone, please. Yeah. Uh, you said power? Yeah. I uh, I guess it's a hard pow roll. That, that's, that's, yeah, he's good. You get a hard? Uh, what do you get for uh, 70. Yeah, so you had a 14, because that, you know, you got an okay. epic one. Because well, you got a 14, you tied it. Extreme success. Epic success. Okay. I failed. All right. So, so Lulu and uh, Mickey don't really uh, notice any difference. Stanley and Manny, as uh, as the car comes over the hill to within sight of the valley, you feel like you can feel some kind of a regular beat going through the land. You're perceiving it, but it's not really something that you hear. Uh, it seems like a sound, but it's like a, a slow pulse, like once every 40 seconds, so very, very slow. Look around. As you continue down the road, you notice a vehicle coming from the other direction, and you're not going like 55 miles per hour because these are dirt roads, so you're going very slowly. And you're going going down the road, and a, like a little van comes the other direction. And as it approaches, it slows down, and uh, and uh, a guy who looks like he's in his 50s, he's got a red, ruddy face, bushy white beard. He leans out and he waves at you and flags you down. What are you guys doing? Keep driving. We need to fix. We need to get there. Uh, I think this well, technically, who's driving? 
Oh, that's a good question. Who's driving? I uh, I do have probably somebody. AA. Whoever has a high driving. For drive auto. Eighty percent. Yeah. I have twenty. I have twenty. So I'm driving. Yeah. We're uh, gonna keep going. We we are. He's just he's so he's just like yes, then he'll start speeding up. <laughs> <laughs> he's slowed down. Starts to make a drive roll. No, but I don't think you would speed up to go past him. It's a little cart lane. You'd probably slow down. <laughs> so you, if you choose to speed up, you might need to make a driving roll. <laughs> <laughs> just keep same pace, drive right past him. All right, on you go, and. In a few more minutes, you reach the town. Wait, stop. What's that from? Just, no, I don't. We're already past him. You're past him. <laughs> He's just looking behind you, and then he shakes his head, and he, you know, those, those northerners, those out-of-towners, I don't know. He keeps going. So you reach the town. Calling this Blackwater Creek a town, though, that's an understatement. Um... It's not really a town. It's basically like a patch of mud surrounded by a few rustic wooden buildings. So there's three or four buildings on the north side of the road that you came in on. So spread around here. And then a few more on the other side. Just kind of wow. spread out. So the exact relationship to each other doesn't really matter. It's, they're just sort of like a little dinky town. It's the hobble. Spread around um, an open dirt square. So a couple basics there. There's a general store. There's a church. There's some shacks. Um, this is pretty much a farming community, so most of the people don't actually live in town. And you see some wild dogs and some half-dressed children running around. Pretty much like a country scene. There's a slight smell of rotten fruit in the air. Mm. Um, I should have told you the time of year. This is September, by the way. Mm. So it's sort of like harvest time. So it could be the fields, you know. The sky is growing dark and drizzle is falling in the chill air. So what are you guys doing? Are you you're stopping in town? Uh, do we need anything in the town? I don't think we do, right? Well, we just need to look for that farm. We should go ahead and ask somebody. Yeah. What the name of, I'll go ask them if they know where the farm is. This is a small community, it'll be pretty easy to who's, find someone who knows them. Who's pretty persuasive? Well, I do have these. I might be able to persuade them. Well, did you say that with what kind of persuade? I could. Does anyone have a I'm pretty sure some of those. Will you stop the car so I can go ask if we can help us with this farm? Find out where this farm is? Stop the car. You see a couple of children sitting up on the up on the shelter of the porch of Baxter's General Goods. That's where I'm gonna go into. You stop the car, so I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna go talk to go into the general store. Okay. You go, as you get up onto the porch, you notice that uh, one of the kids, uh, the boy has a jar of muddy water, thick with uh, sediment, like mud and gook and stuff like that. And the girl is dropping an earthworm into it. Both of them are staring at it gravely in fascination. <laughs> and 
little white spots are moving in the water, little white dots, and they slowly accumulate around this worm that they've dropped in there. The worm wiggles and struggles, and eventually it just disappears. Soon there's nothing left of the worm, and the little white flecks disappear again into the water. They spread out across the water. Interesting. Where did you get that water? Oh, this? This is from the creek, just uphill of where they put the new dam in. See down here, it's still dry, but there's water flowing up north. So if you look on the map, there's a dry creek bed. So somewhere up that way, there must be water. Might be able to check that out sometime. I'm gonna go into the general store. Okay. What's everyone else doing? You guys just sitting in the car waiting for him? I'm uh, waiting in the car since I'm the driver. Yeah, I'll go in. Is that your designated role? Is actually you're the chauffeur? Um, He's now a chauffeur. I don't well, no, I, I don't remember I, if that's I do the driving well, that's what it says in my background. So. Okay. I don't remember what your backstory said, that's why I was curious. Mm -hmm. I suppose I'll head in with Scott. Or okay. Lula. 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 Okay. The general store is someone sees me as the driver. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big single story building. the shops in the front and it's not the entire building, so there must be living space or something behind it. So you go inside and it's pretty well stocked, which is surprising for this area, but maybe it's just because it's the only store for miles and miles around. So it's got pretty much everything you'd want for necessities. Maybe Grains, food just in case. grain, cloth, yeah. guns, ammo. What off that There's several barrels of uh, corn there. And let's see, so everyone, everyone sampled the whiskey, so you notice sort of the same smell coming out of the, the corn that you smelled in the whiskey. So obviously the, the, that whiskey must have been brewed down from that same kind of corn. Is there a shopkeeper in there? Yep, so you're, you're, both you guys are going in? Yep. Okay. Hey guys, you guys must be new to the area. I'm Nath I'm Nathaniel Baxter. Nice to meet you, I'm uh, Manny Ziegler. Manny, huh? What are you doing in town? We're looking for a farm. Looking for a farm. You guys from the university? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Yeah, well, your other guys that were here, um, looks like they all left, but they used to they used to come in and buy quite a few uh, items from me. What can I get you guys? You're looking to stock up on some stuff? I got lots of good supplies and good food. Oh, plenty of plenty the, of tools. We're looking for the farm. That the farm. Doing that uh, moonshining in. What farm? Oh, that farm. Oh, you must be talking about uh, the Carmodies then. Yep, that's the Carmody the Brothers. Yep. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been brewing up some some uh, pretty good uh, moonshine. That's you good sell stuff. That here too? I do actually. I've got a, a whole uh, crate in the back, and I've got a bottle of it right here. Would you like to buy some? How much is it? Um, it's about fifty cents a bottle. Well, let's see. Um, we'll take the case in the back. The case in the back. I gotta figure what that's gonna cost you. That's a lot of whiskey in that thing. That's a lot of money. I know. Fifty cents. Fifty cents a bottle, and there's two dozen bottles in there. What's that gonna be? 
That's 20, 24. That's gonna be. Oh golly. That's like. That's like $30. No, that's not right. It's $12. That's $18. Alright. Thank you kindly. Well, we have uh, $30 left. Um, $12? You have 36 bottles of whiskey. Does he go into the back to get it? Um... Well, I'm gonna have to get my hand truck and bring it out. So yeah, I'll bring it up to you. Um, let what you guys need anything else? It'll save me a trip back there. Do anything? I can't think of anything. Food? Yeah. Maybe get some food for the travels. Uh, what kind of food is around? Oh, well, we got canned uh, pork and beans. We got some canned possum. We got. I don't think we got too much fresh stuff. But we got lots of canned goods. Mm. And corn. We got plenty of corn. <laughs> yeah, how, about, how far is this, this farm from here? Oh gosh, the farm. Let me see how far that is. I think that's a couple miles up the road. Towards the what, off the edge of the map? We're not, he's not telling you that. You're not there. You're sitting in the car. <laughs> Let's see. Alfred? Hey, I may need Alfred. No, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a ways up, about a couple miles up the up the path, the trail up to the north. You guys got a map I can borrow? I'll mark it out for you. No, I was just going to ask if you also have a map here, since you have all this other stuff. Oh, we don't have any good maps around. Those university guys bought them all. I figure you might already have one. No, they didn't give us one. Oh, I see, I see. All right. Well, if you could just catch uh, uh, up the best, what you think the best way, you know, would take to get to that farm, that'd be good. All right, let me do that. This way. So we're in here. You gotta go back there. No, that's not right. What's the easiest way to get there? Probably come up through there. Oh, yeah, they come through about once a week or so. Okay. They bring in a new load of the whiskey, and then they pick up supplies for themselves for their farm, anything they need. What do they usually pick up? Oh, you know, the usual things. They need some new uh, new nails and stuff. Sometimes they get an axe. Bacon. So I don't know why they need the bacon though, because they got pigs, but you know, never can tell with people. That's the farm. You say we can go back and grab that crate, you said? 
Yeah, I'll get it, I'll get it. Hold your horses. Alright, so you're gonna head up. You're gonna head back the way you came and up the road. There's a turn off and you go up the road and there's the farm. That's where they'll be. Okay. And there's another farm over there, these uh these Jarvie family, they're a nice family. If you're gonna stay in town a while, maybe you wanna shack up there. They'll put you up for the night. Cause you know it's getting dark. Yeah, we're probably gonna head up that way. Probably just check it out and then uh, be back before dark, hopefully. All right. So he goes back, loads up the whiskey onto a hand truck, okay. rolls out the side of the building and brings it around the front to the car for you. All right, then we, we, we walk out there and meet him and then... Okay. So you, let's see, so that'd be Lulu, and who's the other one, uh, Manny. Give me a spot hidden roll. Spot hidden roll? You should have a spot hidden skill. Yep. Here. I did not succeed, failing. And I failed also. Oh, okay. All right, well, that's all I got for you, so thank you very much. Appreciate it. Look over my crate, make sure they're all there. They're all there. All right. We got some of the moonshine. Bought a case of it. It was good. Do you really need to buy so much? Yeah, yeah. Never know, I mean, we might not be able to get your hands on it again, just in case. As you guys look up, you notice uh, in the shack across the road, so if, let's say that the store is over on this side, on the sh one of the shacks on the other side of the road, you see an older guy looking like slightly official, like he looks like he's keeping an eye on stuff. And he's rocking on his chair, sitting on the porch watching you guys. Give him a nice Give him a nice little wave and a smile. That'd be a skill. He leaves back. <laughs> he just nods his head to you and sips his drink. Okay, so you're gonna have to turn the car around, Stanley. We gotta turn around, we're gonna go up, we're gonna go back the way we came, and then there's gonna be a turn off onto the left. We gotta take that path up to the farm. I'm gonna grumble as I pull the car around. I bought us booze. <laughs> We can drink when we run. Yeah, shut up, Stanley. <laughs> Alright, what are you guys doing? We're turning around and we're going back towards the way we came and then taking that left to go up to the farm. Alright. And we're all just bitching at Stanley the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Gotta crack one of the bottles open to take a drink. Make sure it's legit. Yep. Oh, you're gonna do that? Yep. Alright. Well, as you take a drink from it, you do notice it does smell similar to the other stuff that you had before. Okay. Let me uh, get another uh, con roll from you, please. Anybody else want a drink? Pass it over here. <laughs> Who's drinking from it? Right on the success. 
Right on the success. No one cared back in these times. I'm good. And Mickey's Maybe. having some? Astrid will have some. Okay. <laughs> Do your roll for your con. Can I get a con roll from you guys, please? Ooh. 95. <laughs> oh. I failed. Wow. <laughs> Everyone failed. Except for me. I didn't. Well, I, yeah. I didn't fail. So I didn't drink. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want some? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you're going to throw out a filled roll. Thank you. So Mickey and Manny, you really, really, this whiskey hits you really well. This stuff's really good. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling of near ecstasy and euphoria. Near? It's not good enough. So, yeah, you're just like, whoa, this is good stuff. My word. Is that okay? Lulu, I think this is better than the stuff we got back at base. <laughs> we really had to get some of that corn. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, let me take a peek at your characters for a second here. Let's see why the university folk have interest in Now, uh, let's see. And so you got Manny, and who's, who's... Where's Mickey? I know that Mickey's in here somewhere. Here's Mickey. Okay. Mickey, can I get a luck roll? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's like oh, and you can't spend luck to boost your luck. Okay. Well, both of you guys feel healthy. You feel just feel great. And the rest of you notice of oh, you guys, you just like, it's like Manny is balding. And let's see, who would notice? Lulu, let me get a spot hidden. Fail. Nope. Oh. Okay. Someone else gets a spot hidden roll. He's driving. You're driving. You're pretty observant. Pretty observant. I'm behind you. <laughs> You're supposed to be looking forward. They didn't have room here back then. Mickey could give me a spot hit and roll. That's a fail. That's <laughs> I'm too drunk to notice. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm balding. Is that what All right. Saying? Yeah. <laughs> One of these times you could be like, you're, you're losing your hair, man. <laughs> Dirty, I'm balding. <laughs> so which way are you guys headed? You're I'm headed that way. Okay. I have okay. a permanent look of dyspepsia. We got to tell you, we to the park, we got to turn left. I, I, I take it we're not at the fork just yet, but we're close. Nope, you're heading up this way, so it's about... A mile or two up the road, so it's really not very far, but, you know, given your slow rate of travel, the road you're traveling on is just horrendously potholed and rutted, and, and it's just a really bad dirt road. Yeah. So you're not... You could have a better road. It's a bumpy, muddy track. Do you want me to make a navigate track? Uh, no, it's not that bad. It's just something you can't fly down. You know, it's not like... A, it's not well made. It's not maintained. Yeah, slow so, down, Sam. 
So as you guys get up to about here, let's uh, give me a spot hidden roll from everyone. That was a 96. Success. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the driver notices something. And I got a uh, success. All right, Stanley, you notice this and, and Lulu probably was looking at the same way. Uh, the undergrowth on the edge of the woods was disturbed. It looks like it's been matted down, like something big has been dragged through it. And there's like some some brown stains on, on the undergrowth and on the sides of the the foliage around there, on the trunks, like blood, for, for instance. Slow down and so, point it out to everyone. And you can see what looks like some kind of a, a dead animal, like a deer or something, tangled in the branches of one of the trees in there. You yeah. guys, what are you guys doing? What we're here for. We're here to go take them out and get back to, for the boss. I continue to go back to normal pace then. Well, we're supposed to stop from 10 grand, right? Pardon? Yeah. We're supposed to stop from 10 grand, right? Yeah, we're supposed to offer him something. And then if he doesn't, then we're supposed to do whatever we need possible. To take my out. job? <laughs> yep. I got mine too. What do you... I got a 132 out of the pistol. Nice. Genesis. Alright. I've also my straight razor and the model pistol. So we're okay. I'm over here with a freaking rifle. <laughs> you guys are all riding in the car, bouncing and bumping and all that. When it goes off, bam! Shoots Jan in the leg. <laughs> Where's the path to the farm? And I will read you some more information. Jeez, what did you do, Edelwald? <laughs> okay. And as you get past that, you get past the woods on either side are cornfields. The fields are filled with the most insanely amazing towering tall stalks of corn you've ever seen. The tallest of which are more than 12 feet high. Some of the stalks look kind of rotten, with black and green viscous liquid dripping down the stems. Thick, globby liquid. There's a strong, sweet smell of corruption throughout the area. Mm, it's, the stalks seem to be moving, even though there really isn't a lot of wind. And, and it's extremely dark now, because <laughs> the, the stalks are towering on either side of the car. So there's almost no light at all. It's like pitch black as you're driving through. Oh, we're starting to get dark now. We just get the headlights to coming up out of the building. Keep continuing to drive through between the stops. Yep. All right. You see the gleam of eyes staring out at you through from the cornfield on either side. There's not just eye. like a couple of, uh, not just like a couple of rats or, you know, deer or vermin of some kind, but just dozens and dozens of them as you're driving along. Does so. all of us notice this? Or? Mm -hmm. you, all, you all have this overwhelming feeling of being watched. Interesting. Children in the corn. Things all over again. You have another drink? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you have another drink of the, of the whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right. Take the edge off. My character's just like a, a bit nervous, sort of sweating. <laughs> well, let's see. What are you sweating for? Just relax. We're going to make it to the house here. We're going to get what we need, and we're going to go. I think it was a bit odd that we're being watched. Yeah, I need you to roll another con roll, please. We're going to pass this time. Yes. Okay. I don't know what to do. All right. So you make it up to the farm. See anything else before you get there? No. All right. So the middle of the farm has a handful of buildings in a clearing in the cornfield. So just like your typical farm, like what you'd see around here, it's at the end of the dirt track. There's a really big building, which is a barn, which you can tell has a number of pipes and tubes sticking out of it and looking through the halfway open door, it looks like it's maybe a distillery or something now. It's got brewing vats and big industrial scale stills, so uh, refining down the alcohol and dozens of wooden barrels of whiskey. Wow. And there's a lantern burning and there's a guy uh, standing watch and it's pretty quiet because by this point in time it's like i don't know say nine o'clock at night it's getting pretty dark out uh, there's a second smaller barn across on the other side of the road maybe i'll just sketch out some other stuff on here for you give you some idea of what it looks like come down So there's a big farmhouse at the other end of the clearing. There's a large barn, a smaller barn, and a couple of other buildings. Maybe like a you know, little sheds or something. You don't know what those are. Maybe we should just head to the door and talk to them. Where do we want to go into the barn? you guys want to do? Uh, let's go up to a man and talk to him. Yeah. Kind of shouldn't deviate too much. Yeah. Who's going to stay here with the car? <laughs> oh, why not be? Trevor to stay. At least intoxicated a little. <laughs> do, do you want some more? <laughs> I'm good. Little? <laughs> yeah, not yet. Okay. She, she's not getting loose just yet. Don't make me talk to Lenny about you. <laughs> All right, so you're coming up to the farmhouse? What are you doing? Yeah, we go up to the farmhouse, and then we get out, and we go to the door. All right. The door opens up, and a big young guy is standing inside clearly uh got a, got an attitude uh he's swaggering he's clearly an attitude like he's in charge 
and he sl slams it open. What do you guys want? We're here to talk to you about the moonshine. We want in on it. You want in on it, huh? Why? Yes. How do you even know about this? Well, the uh, the school. Everybody's been talking about it. That's where we're from. The school. Yeah. What does the school want with moonshine? Study the chemical fermentation of course. What is that? <laughs> is that a is that a miniature? No, it's it's Trump looks like a weird ugly pig. It's like a centaur pig with Trump's head. Yes. <laughs> Around it and send it to me. Sure, the pictures what Willie was saying. That we'll take a pause. <laughs> so you guys are here to convince him to distribute his whiskey through your boss. Yes. Not the university. Well, we're trying to do it that way first. We're going to try to get it through the university. Bring this up, and then we're going to do that other way. How about we just tell him about the boss? Yeah. Who else is in the, in the area with him? Uh, just the one guy standing in the doorway. So he's he's uh, suspicious. And so you're not going to get in the door until you say something that makes sense. It's highly suspicious that someone come driving up in the middle of the night and uh, come up to the farmhouse. So this might be a good spot for a persuade attempt or something, or a fast talk. Fast talk or persuade, probably. Persuade on that 10%. I don't know if anyone has anything higher than that. I'm going to try to persuade him. Or charm. With my boobies. Charm. That's charm, then. That's not persuade, it's charm. With my gun. Well, then we're persuading him. Where do you see charm? Oh, I see. Persuade's like down further. There's fast. Yeah, I have persuade right there. I have a good one with that one. Well, you can try that. Yeah, I'm going to persuade him and say, hey, also the university is looking good for the fermentation process of this, but also our boss is looking for, you know, a cut in this deal also. So I think this is going to be a uh, this is going to be an opposed challenge because I'm going to use my psychology because your story doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Just because you're you got a pretty face doesn't mean much to me. <laughs> oh, I, feel, I pass. I feel my psychology roll. So I guess the I got distracted. <laughs> well, why don't you come in and and talk some more with us and we'll see what we can figure out here. Sounds good. All right, so guy opens the door and uh, motions you inside. Who's, who's coming in? The other one is holding the vehicle. Restroom break. Yeah. Oh, I'm just taking the keys out. Mm -hmm. All right, come on in, come on in. I'm Damien. Nice to meet you, Damien. Lou. Lou? Yeah, my name is Lou. Lou, okay. Nice to meet you, Lou. This you look kind of familiar. Nancy? 
Manzi? That's not a very uh, this is my normal name. This is, and this is my brother Mick. Mick. Y'all, you guys don't look related at all, you know. Funny how that is. Well, some people say we don't look alike, some people say we do. It's only because so, you're off my brother. So tell me again, what brings you up here? Well, we want the university wants to know about how you guys process this stuff. And my boss wants in a cut in on your uh, your stuff here. Oh, that's confusing. That's a trade secret that we've got here. This is our special proprietary blend. How about, so we, how about you, uh, you just tell us how it is. And, you know, we can help you out with it, and you can help us out with it. Well, what I want to do here, uh, this stuff is it's going gangbusters. I want to distribute it all across Massachusetts. So what can you do to help me out with that? Well, how about we we take it from you and we distribute it for you. What do I get out of that? Like I said, when we sell it and we get it around, out and about, we'll bring you back the cut. What was I the name of the guy that he's Waylon. distributing it now? Was it Waylon? Waylon is, uh, is the guy that he works with. Oh, okay. But that was a distributor down in uh, Boston. Who was? Yeah. What I was gonna go with? Well, our boss is offering you ten grand or whatever the hell Waylon is. Ten grand now. Now that I like. I think we might be able to work something out with that. Let me write that down. <laughs> ten thousand dollars, you say? And whatever Waylon's paying you now. That's, well, Waylon's been pretty good to me, so I feel really bad about abandoning him in his needs. Well, like I said, 10 grand and plus more? You can't go wrong with that. I'm gonna pass my persuasion check again. All right. I might, I might be able to go for that. I rolled a 16. All right, I say we have a deal then. All right. Perfect. Sounds good. And do we do we have the do we have the money with us, right? Probably. So we we hand over the money and they give us over the the trade secret thing and then we pour it out of the envelope. The breast pocket of one of your jackets. Well, I'm not. I, I never said anything about giving you no trade secrets. He's not giving us the trade secrets. No. No. So you were. I'd be happy to distribute it. Yeah. But are we also? We're buying distributing rights for ten grand, and then we're paying him on top of that. I thought we're also figuring out how he makes it. No. Yeah. No. Only if we can't convince him to only um. sell to us. Then we figure it out, and then... 
That's not selling game. Standing like two feet away from him. <laughs> oh, that's what's going down. Alright then, we buy it from them then and tell them we're gonna distribute it and we can head back and let Should we ask them about the blood that we saw in like the. So as we're talking. What's the fun in that? What's the fun As we're talking, you hear this pounding, thumping and pounding and yelling. Coming up from the floorboards underneath you. Help! 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 Who's up there? Help! What are you guys doing? Uh, drinking more. He's got a lot of those hands. drinking more. You're drinking more? <laughs> I asked him the question what's going on down there? Never you mind that. That's none of your business. Well, we'd like to make it our business. Well, I'm telling you, it's not any of your business. My boss mm. won't care. <laughs> Can I get another con roll from you, please? Yeah. Oh, nice! That's a, that's a what do you call it? Extreme success. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Big time extreme success. Big ol' four. You now have encourageable courage <laughs> to keep drinking. We work for a drug lord who doesn't then, care about killing people. And then as you, as okay. you, uh, hear that noise you kind of realize well take a look around you take a second look around you start to realize this this house isn't quite normal mm. so on second glance you see mold here and there strange growths in some of the corners and you know i mean you just like you just walk into the house and you sit down and you start talking to them and you realize after that wait a minute what did we just get into it looks pretty nasty and you start to smell that same kind of decayed smell mm. drifting Drifting, yeah, like uh, kind of rotten, oh. overripe fruit. You so know, we're going to sell it for you then, smell. correct? We're going we're to take this back to the boss and we're going to distribute it to us and we're going to sell it for you? That sounds great. All right, then. And you smell. See you, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to head out then. We're going to go let our boss know. And uh, we will be talking to you soon and bringing you back some more. Do we notice if he lives with anyone else there? I was gonna say, right, well, there's an... while I'm out by the car, am I, am I able to make a check of like noticing their stuff? Oh, um, you would have heard the same kind of thumping. That's a good point. So you would have heard that also from outside. And from where you are, it's, uh, there's you can tell there's a root cellar um, that's padlocked. So that you being outside, you can clearly hear that the sound is coming from underneath the house. And so you can see off basically right next to where you're parked you and that there's a the old-fashioned kind of steps that go down with the the flip over doorway that's closed up and then or is he a family or whatever um there's no one else there that you see but there is an upstairs and there's a overwhelming smell coming down the steps so i think it's a bit odd that i mean if he's alone and he's working on the farm that's a lot mm -hmm. of work for just one man Especially, it seems like he has a lot of. Well, it is nighttime, so they're probably sleeping. Yeah. Well, it's for all you know, some of the other buildings could be the you know the the farmhands, 
uh, spots or something no, like that. Still, you know, or the rest them, of the family could be upstairs we're too. Give them money, so we're gonna let, let's go let our boss know, and then we can come back and start taking shipments and pay off the shipments. I'm gonna do it over here. All right, so Stanley, are you going to do anything? I am. Uh, just gonna pretend like maybe they know what that is, <laughs> and I'm just gonna stay by the car. Okay. Start walking back toward the car. Yep, we leave. Then we we thank him and everything. We give him the money and tell him we'll be back then to start collecting some of the moonshine and bringing the money again for selling it to us. All right. Thank you. I I will be happy to work with your your boss. The money sounds very good. All right. All right. Let's so we get back in the vehicle and we tell him to turn around. We're gonna head back. We're gonna head back to that one town to sleep for the night, and then we'll go back in the morning. As I uh, pull the car around and about to pull away, anyone else hear that that screaming? Ah, uh, there's just people under the house. <laughs> you uh, did you guys ask about it? We weren't supposed to ask about it. We we're supposed to make the deal and get back. Oh, let's see. I mean, don't what? you think boss has people under his house too? What's the difference? It could very well be. It's not us who's It's probably one fucked up man. <laughs> Alright, let's take a break for a minute. I can get some water and then we'll pick it up after this. Okay. Alright. Right. I'm liking it so far, that's for sure. Our job is with a mobster who kills people for a living. <laughs> What's yeah. a few kidnappings? <laughs> You look up and we see a bunch of things like the picture that Jan showed. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's see. So you're coming back out, going towards the car. Uh, Stanley, did you ever? Are you still sitting in the car? You're basically just sitting there waiting, or did you get out? Yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm out of the car. I'm just kind of standing by the door, kind of just like waiting on them. Okay. Uh, as they, the rest, let's see, I don't know if it matters which order. So the, the other three of you come back out of the farmhouse and there's a tremendous clatter and a banging and then the doors just burst open from the root cellar and this figure comes stumbling out. Uh, looks like a man, uh, excuse me, sort of deformed, like twisted and deformed and he has white worm-like growths sticking out of his flesh. He's in ragged clothes. So he has like all these weird, wormy, twisty things coming out of him. And he has um, wounds and boils, like pustules, sort of like the Black Death or something. These big boils and they're leaking this black gooey looking stuff. So he's not bleeding, he's leaking black goo. So it's really hard to tell because it's dark out, but it's definitely, it looks darker than blood. So it's just this really dark stuff. And he comes running up, scrambling, desperately trying to get out of there, like half clawing and half dragging himself out of the hole where the root cellar is. And he makes straight for Stanley. So let's see, uh, give me a, uh, a dodge roll, please. That would be... I think you should have a dodge skill. Dodge? Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, because it's over here. There's another dodge over there, too, but it's a big one. Oh, okay. 
Ooh, that's a fail. I fail. <laughs> All right. So he grabs onto you and he help me, help me, help me. What the? And he's like spewing and spitting and stuff, so flailing away. So make a con roll. Okay. So you say you push him away. Yeah, you know, obviously you don't want him hanging on you. You push him away and he stumbles to the ground. Help me, help me, you've gotta help me. These guys have tortured me, they've kept me prisoner for months. And they've got my wife. They've got her captive in the cave. You've gotta help us. You've gotta go rescue her. I'm trying to get her free. Help her. Help my mother, help her, help her. I take it these guys are now seeing this. Yeah, the rest of you guys come out right as this the whole thing is going on, and you're just like, what the hell's going on? Well, and this guy has come the out. Guy out in the face. The so you're gonna punch him? Wait, who are you punching? <laughs> why, are you, why, why are you punching Stanley? Why are you punching Stanley? Yeah, why No. <laughs> you're punching the guy? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Your, your fighting brawl skill. Nope, I You fail. So you go to punch him, but it's dark, and you slip in the mud, and you miss. Damn it. So you stumble. And and, Lulu, what are you trying to do here? You're and the guy reaches for you. And I shoot him. <laughs> Is that how that's supposed to go? That's what these are for. No questions, just super. <laughs> well, you are gangsters. Yeah, we literally are gangsters. <laughs> All right. My brother's not here to keep me in check. I am not a gangster. I'm not a criminal. I'm a dancer. Let me see if I have any stats for this guy oh, before well, you shoot him. <laughs> Damn it! I don't know if I really do. You're the dancer who's going out with my brother. My brother's the one who keeps me in check. <laughs> I'm a cold-blooded killer. It's literally what it says. Okay. I'm emotionless and ruthless. I'm torn between making it a hard challenge because it's dark out and the guy's writhing around and not because he's pretty defenseless. So go ahead. How, how You're pretty close to him, aren't you? So it's probably point-blank range anyway. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a, give a shooting roll or fighting shooting. Yeah. Well, how does that work out? I haven't done that before. Firearms, handgun or? Yep, probably. Wet floor shotgun. Well, yes, firearms and bully. He is a rifle. He has both. He has a revolver. He has a handgun and a rifle. So what's your better stat? Which one would be the better stat? <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably the use your one. handgun, I suppose, but. Yeah, I use my handgun. Yeah, you got more bullets for your handgun. Wait. Oh, you got one. Hmm? What's the mouth mean? What? This one. Malfunction? Yeah. Oh. It's at 100. If I roll a 100, they malfunction. Oh, wow. <laughs> Five. 42. That's a normal success. Oh, yeah. It's a normal success. Yeah. You've gotten 40, though. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> Pop like there he is. Found him? Finally found him. I didn't. I was looking for a different name. That's why I couldn't find him. Okay. Um, what's your damage on that? Does it say? Yep. One d ten. 
Okay, roll damage. Four. Four, okay. You you hit him in the leg and he, you knock him to the ground and he's like, ah! He shrieks. Deadly. He falls down. Car, let's go. We, uh, I need a. I need a. I need a sanity roll from everyone, because this is not. This guy doesn't look very human. Oh boy. So we do we have to get below than the number? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's the sanity again? It's the one of the charts up top. Oh, there it is. I failed. I succeeded. Lower than Lower than fifty. Wait, you well, mine's 40. Mine's 70. Yeah, so you want to get below 70. So there's 70 and 99. You want to get below 70. Okay. I passed too. I failed. Okay, so. Dude, it's like, what the? <laughs> anyone, anyone who passes, take one point of sanity loss. And then uh, anyone who fails, roll 1d6. So we want to go, which way do we want to go? 2 up 99, or do we want to go to 1? No. Okay. No, you didn't. I got four. Well, there's three. Use your marker. Yep. So do the sanity points ever go back up then? Yeah, they can go up. That's why I'm using So, uh, the game isn't really intended to be uh, everyone dies at the end of the scenario. So at the end of the scenario, you get you gain sanity points for doing certain tasks in the uh, scenario. And you also gain sanity, I think, from some resting recuperation. So it's not... Guaranteed did always go down forever, but as you do lose sanity, it does make it harder to recover. Okay. So as the guy is sitting there, he's like, please, please help me. Please help me. I heard you guys talking. I heard what you were saying upstairs. You try you want to know how they're ruining this stuff. I can tell you where it is. I know it's it's the it's the water. Uh, and, and they've got the money, they've got all their money stored there. It's in this cave. I need the car. You gotta help me. You gotta help me save my wife. They got her tied up in the cave. All, all the money. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where it is. If you promise, you'll you'll help her. It's the secret of the their whiskey. It's everything everything you need to know. The water is amazing. I had a, I had a bad leg and it grew back. Yeah. Your leg's hurting now, and it'll hurt again. <laughs> well, start, 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 start leading the way. Alright, so what are you guys doing? Are you shooting him again? Yes. This is going to benefit our boss more than the original deal. Boss doesn't need to know. We can make more money. So, this guy's so, <laughs> Don't you see what's wrong with him? How do you explain that? <laughs> How do you explain how I can shoot him? <laughs> he doesn't bitch at me again. Get in the trunk. <laughs> well, he's he's pretty far gone, so you, you don't even know if he knows uh, uh, the the level of the pain that he's in from that. Because yeah. he's been beaten and he's all twisted, so mm -hmm. you don't know. Is Damien out there too, or is he off in his home? <laughs> Damien, up till now, had been back inside, so... He'd be coming out in a minute. It depends on what you guys are going to do next, I think. I'm getting in the car. We're going to go. Are we bringing the guy with us? No. I'm shooting him again. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you doing? You're okay. The car. He mentioned a cave. You the <laughs> Just remember that when we go. So who's who's in the car? All three of us except for 
Mickey. Okay, Mickey, Mickey give me a sp- give me a uh, spot hidden roll. All right. Dang it. Oh. It's a 99. Jesus, Jake. <laughs> you guys in your spot hiddens are not I going very well. I probably spot hidden out of all of us, and I'm not getting All right, so you're going to shoot him. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll. That's a that's a success. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. Two. 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 Oh, Shoot him just a little further down the line. <laughs> oh my god. He's still he's he's really it's, it's slobbering and bleeding and black goo is coming out of him and he's just a wreck. Get in the car, Mickey, we're out of here. Alright. As he as he's twisting and turning, you can see papers sticking out of his pocket. Yeah, you would see it, so grab the papers and get in the car and go. Yeah. I can't do that. Grab the papers, shoot him one more time, and then get in the car. All right. keeps moving. Okay. So you grab the papers. And then he shoots him, and then he gets in the car. All right. And Damien has come out by this point, and he's just like, what is going on? And he sees the guy there, and he sees you pointing your gun right at him and, and shooting him. And and he's just like, he, at first he thinks you're helping him escape, and then he sees that happen, and he's just like, he doesn't know what's how to react. <laughs> he's just like, grab the paper. I see you found our local troublemaker, so we'll take care of this guy from here. You get on out of here and get back to to town. Did he grab the papers? Yeah. Did he hide the papers as well? Yeah, he's got the papers. Okay. I'll hand them over to you in a sec. And so the Damien goes and, and uh, grabs the guy and hustles him back down the steps into the cellar. It disappears, and you hear howls and screams from downstairs. And we're pulling away. Success! All right, let's see. I'll get you the handouts here. How much sanity did he lose? Three. Three? Yeah. That's one. That was one. Hiding papers. <laughs> I'm a little worried if you go, if you like lose insane, you're gonna probably just be the one to kill us all. <laughs> oh, I probably would. Because <laughs> you're the ruthless one. Yeah. And emotionless. And emotionless. Yeah. So Definitely you can get number two. <laughs> and you get handout number three. And give me red hair. For red streets there. Or a rub it a mud on her because she's sleeping. <laughs> hey. Huh? Number four. <laughs> and number five. Mud stick. <laughs> you swung at the guy that he just slipped. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said it was easy. Uh, the whole All right, Mickey. So, you find a couple things. So you find this crumpled up, half-written letter. It looks like he had been writing it and then uh, scratching stuff out and hadn't quite sent it. Uh, so it looks like something he was in the process of sending to somebody named McTavish. Mm-hmm. Then he's got some other research notes that he had written about uh, a, uh, an Indian tribe, the Sakaic tribe, known to the white settlers as the Children of the Black Earth. So the children of the corn. <laughs> the black earth. Yep, shall I read that to you guys? Yeah. I'll do that. 
Of all the peoples of the Miskatonic Valley, the most mysterious and feared was the Sakaic tribe known to the white settlers as the children of the Black Earth. They have not been seen since colonial days, but stories of them still live on in folklore. While some of the stories of the Sakaic no doubt have their basis, in fact, many have doubtless been embellished by the passage of time or tainted by native superstition. The tribe would conduct raids and take captives who they would then offer up as sacrifices to their great spirits. While human sacrifice among the Indian peoples is a rarity, the evil reputation and the reported depravity of the Sakaic was the cause of their shunning by all neighboring tribes, and these tales of murder simply form part of this tapestry. Their ferocity and bloodlust is also the, the most likely root of the reputation of their warriors as never dying on the battlefield and being immune to all mortal weapons. Where their legend becomes pure fancy is in the details of the tribe being ruled by an undying council of elders who are never seen outside their sacred cave. The elders were spoken of as wise and terrible with great magic and gifts of healing. Similarly fantastic is the description of the tribe as brothers to snakes and to the vermin of the field. No stories or legends survive to explain the disappearance of the tribe, but the most likely explanations remain that they were either exterminated by their neighbors or colonial settlers, or that the exposure to civilizing influences led to their acceptance and absorption into the larger tribes of the valley. Well, that's a long one. Well, it's a good thing I didn't trust that guy. <clears throat> this letter is awesome. <laughs> Sneaky son of a bitch. <laughs> and then there's some more field notes. So this is a summary of his of uh, someone's uh, notes. So this must be that guy. There's a cave in the hills that Rhodes considers to be of great archaeological significance. His notes contain a sketch map that show the cave's location. As the notes progress, he starts calling it a holy site. Rhodes has had discussions with Sheriff Sprouston, who also believes the cave is holy. Rhodes does not trust Sprouston's motivations, though. His wife Abigail has had an accident at the cave and is trapped there. In the later notes, Rhodes occasionally refers to Abigail as his mother. One note mentions that Abigail is the source of the newly revived creek. He believes the water has special properties, and the later part of the journal he calls it the water of life. In the last pages, Rhodes talks about how the voice of his mother, Abigail, is in his head constantly now. He seems alternately comforted and terrified by this. Uh, and there's another long story about how uh, a guy named Cade made contact with the local Indian tribe, and then how uh, people had vanished. So I'll, I'll pass those around for you guys to look through. So I'll give you a minute to think about those as you're driving back down the road. Through the furnace and shrinking My steps to pursue And shield thee And save thee Or perish there Yeah. <laughs> 